0: Good evening and welcome to South Sudan in Focus on the Voice of America. I'm John Tanza in Washington on this live broadcast. Here are some of the top stories making news across South Sudan this Tuesday, February 7, 2023. The Trika countries are calling on South Sudan's government to arrest cattle herders who killed 27 civilians in Kajikweji County.
1: We call on the transitional government to urgently identify and hold accountable those responsible for these deaths. Leaders need to act to address the underlying causes of this violence to prevent further loss of life.
0: And some residents of South Sudan's capital, Juba, say life is returning back to normal after the purple visit.
2: From Pope's message, I've learned something, which is very important. So why are we still calling ourselves by ethnicity? Why are, not, why are we not uniting under the flag and the map of the, of the Republic of South Sudan?
0: We'll have these stories and more coming up on South Sudan in Focus. The Troika countries are calling on the South Sudan government to arrest cattle herders responsible for killing dozens of civilians in Kajukeji County last week. Norway, the United Kingdom and the United States say they are concerned over the killing and other violent acts in some parts of central equatorial state. Dengai Deng has more for VOA from Juba.
1: The Troika embassies expressed grave concern over the killing of more than 20 residents, as well as other acts of violence, in Kajokeji County in Central Equatoria. We express our deepest condolences to the families of the victims. That's Colin Machado, acting public affairs officer at the U.S. Embassy in Juba, in pre-recorded audio provided to South Sudan in focus by the embassy. Machado says the government should quick fine and arrest the perpetrators of the killings in Kajokeji. County officials said 21 people were killed and two others injured when suspected armed Dinka Bore cattle keepers from Jonglei State's Bor county were grazing the animals in Kajokeji and attacked several villages. Authorities said herders savagely murdered unarmed civilians after unknown gunmen attacked their camps hours earlier, killing six herders as well as nearly 50 head of cattle. Mashado says the Troika wants South Sudanese national authorities to take action as soon as possible to protect civilians. We call on the transitional government to urgently identify and hold accountable those responsible for these deaths. Leaders need to act to address the underlying causes of this violence to prevent further loss of life. In a statement released on Monday, Norway, the UK and US also called on South Sudanese groups and communities to refrain from violence and use peaceful means to resolve their differences. UNMIS chief Nicholas Haysom called the violence unacceptable urged South Sudanese authorities to heed the Pope's message of peace and also said the perpetrators should be arrested. UNmi said at least 2,000 people were displaced after the Kajokeji violence. The UN says it documented at least a 45 death of unarmed civilians in Kajokeji and in other areas of South Sudan. At the end of Pope Francis' visit... President Salva Kiir condemned the Kajukeji violence and said he is saddened to see innocent people dying in what he called senseless bloodshed. He also reiterated his order for cattle herders to return to their places of origin. For VOA News, I'm Dengay in Juba. The Troika countries
0: are calling on South Sudan The Catholic Bishops' Conference of Sudan and South Sudan have jointly appealed to the government of South Sudan to arrest herders who killed 27 unarmed people in Kajukeji County last week on the eve of Pope Francis' visit to Juba. The bishops called on the government to end insecurity caused by cattle herders in some parts of the country. For VOA News, worker Simon Wudu reports from Juba. Stephen Ameyo,
3: Archbishop of the Catholic Archdiocese of Juba, told the reporters Monday the government is not doing enough to address the deadly attacks by suspected armed Dinka Bor from Jonglei State in Central Equatoria
4: State. We, the Catholic bishops, ask the government of South Sudan to take a serious step to apprehend the killers and put them to law. No killing is justifiable.
3: Ameu says since 2017, the government has done little to address the question of instability caused by anti cattle herders. He says it's high time authorities focus on addressing the matter. The Archbishop says it's no small thing that during his visit last weekend, Pope Francis called out the country's political leaders on the continued violence.
4: The Holy Father also emphasized the question of justice. If there is injustice, peace cannot happen. And so it is only by exerting justice that we can have a permanent peace in South Sudan.
3: Yesterday Central Equatorial State Governor Emmanuel Adel travelled to Kajokeji to address the growing state of insecurity in the area and the scores of displaced people caused by the violence the state government in a statement called the attack a horrific massacre. Central Equatorial State Information Minister Andrew Gamabe said the governor's visit to Kajukeji is aimed at reinforcing efforts by authorities to make sure empty cattle herders return to their places
4: of origin. We came accompanying His Excellency the Governor, Emmanuel, Ant- uh, Emmanuel Adel Anthony, who has come personally. To oversee the movement of this cattle or to drive this cattle away from uh, the soil of Kajukeji. In
3: 2017, President Salvaqir ordered empty cattle herders to return to their places of origin, but many ignored the order. Archbishop Ameu says it's time the government enforce the president's directive.
4: Last year, we witnessed that there was a movement of the herders towards the direction of their own locality. But it seems it installed for what no one knows. It is unfortunate that, especially in central Equatoria, this killing has been not, is still apprehended the killers. And we would like really to encourage the government to take its own responsibility Uh, because... Uh, Silent will be like we condone the killing of innocent people.
3: Last Friday, the Kajukeji County Commissioner Panuel Dumo said some empty Dingabor cattle herders from Jungle State's Bor County who were grazing their cattle in Kajukeji went on rampage and killed innocent civilians. At least 2,000 people have been displaced. For viewers, Zamwake Simon would do in Juba.
0: Authorities in South Sudan's eastern equatorial State say youth from Kenya attacked Kapoita County. A youth leader in Kapoita County confirmed the attack and says armed men from Kenya attacked Nadapal on on the South Sudan-Kenya border on Monday and stole 50 heads of cattle.
5: Juliana Shiapai reports for viewing from Juba. Lopito Daniel, a civil society activist and a youth leader from Kapoita East County, says on Monday, a group of Kenya bandits raided the Toposa community and stole cattle.
6: Some bandits from Kenya came and stole or raided uh, kettles from the Toposa and they dropped up to their side. Reaching near the, the Kenyan barrack in Nadapal, the Toposa who followed the footmarks of their kettles. Uh, started fighting them. When hearing the sound guns, the Kenyan army intervened and they started interchanging bullets with the toposa This led to bigger escalation and the Kenyan police reserved rushed to the border of South Sudan side and they surrounded uh, our army where they... The the shot one police who was just seated under the, the shed and wounded at the thighs.
5: The fighting came days after residents of Nadapal protested and alleged encroachment by Kenyan troops into South Sudan territory. Daniel says One South Sudanese People's Defense Forces soldiers was injured in the attack. Stephen Loithio, a member of parliament representing Kapoita East County at the National Legislative Assembly, says the border dispute between the Turkana and Toposa communities has continued since 2009 when South Sudan allowed Kenya to have an immigration office in Nadapal.
0: In 2019, uh, the President of the Republic of South Sudan, uh, General Uh, And the then president of Kenya, uh, Uhuru Kenyatta, they sent an MOU that was uh, around June 17th. They sent an MOU for the the demarcation, delineation and delimitation of the border between South Sudan and Kenya. Uh, Up to that point, they formed uh, something called a joint technical committee from both countries.
5: Lawisio says... The two sides formed a joint technical committee to work out details of demarcating the border, but the committee's work has not been seen. Last week, the Toposa community held a peaceful demonstration following remarks made by the Kenyan Cabinet Secretary for Interior, Kindiki Kiture. The
6: Interior Minister and the Governor say that their government was ready to support the Turukwana. If the Turukwana and the Kenyan Army moved together up to... Nakodo, where they're claiming to be their border with South Sudan. Uh, To reaffirm their support, the minister also said that Nadapal has been promoted to be a sub-county with some officers were introduced to the rally. Also, Nakodo has been promoted to be a sub-location with officers also introduced in the rally. Two days after that, the Kenyan government distributed 670 guns to the youth, local youth, and uh, <clears throat> made, and also gave round of bullets to, to the local youth.
5: The demonstration by the Toposa was in response to the silence of the South Sudan government on the encroachment by Kenya into South Sudan territory and the laying of a claim to Nakodo, a village located 10 kilometers from Naruz, Kapoita East County headquarters. Juba-based iRadio quoted information minister Michael McQuay calling for calm among South Sudanese over the Nadapal clashes and said the Kir administration will address the issue. Efforts by South Sudan in focus to reach the Kenya embassy in Juba for comments were unsuccessful. For VOA News, I am Juliana Shapai in Juba.
0: You are listening to South Sudan in Focus on the Voice of America. Coming up, residents of the South Sudan's capital, Juba, say life is returning back to normal after the purple visit. Find out why after the break.
1: Important questions. The question today: How
7: influential do you think foreign officials are when it comes to the way your government is run?
2: Well, well, I think they play, they, they do play a big role in, in
7: whatever decisions are made because. Um, most of the time, we, we we do things to please them more than we should be doing things to you know to benefit ourselves.
8: Definitely, I mean, if you if you look at um, apartheid, all of those the sanctions and whatnot definitely put pressure on the government to change what it was doing. So I'd say from that perspective, they've got the influence over us.
2: I think they play a greater role in influencing the economy with the uh, the ties and the. The opportunities that they tend to bring and, yeah, some bring foreign aids and what. I think there is a positivity to it.
9: What do you think? A daily discussion of important questions from VOA.
3: This is a message in the public interest from VOA Africa.
5: Hello, I'm VOA health correspondent Linor Moudou. During this pandemic, the World Health Organization and Africa Centers for Disease Control say if you have a fever, a cough, or have trouble breathing, you should stay home and contact a healthcare facility. For more information, check with reliable sources such as the WHO and Africa CDC, and remember to listen to VOA for the latest health news.
3: That was a message in the public interest from VOA Africa.
10: South Sudan in Focus is now on WhatsApp. Send us a message on plus one two zero two six three zero eight zero one one. Tell us what's happening in your area or give us your feedback on the stories you hear on South Sudan in focus. We look forward to hearing from you on WhatsApp. That number again, plus one two zero two six three zero eight zero one one.
5: a message in the public interest from VOA Africa.
3: The World Health Organization and U.S. Centers for Disease Control say coughing and sneezing can spread COVID-19. Physical distancing, staying at least one meter away from people outside your family, can protect everyone. For more information, check with reliable sources such as the WHO and Africa CDC. And remember to listen to VOA for the latest on COVID-19.
5: That was a message in the public interest from VOA Africa.
0: You are listening to South Sudan in Focus on the Voice of America. Some residents of Juba Town say life has returned to normal two days after Pope Francis and two other world church leaders wrapped up their three-day visit to the country. One resident of Juba says the Pope's words of peace, reconciliation have remained in his mind. For VOA News, Manyang David Mayar has more from Juba.
11: Juba is back to its everyday hustle and bustle. Days after several shops and businesses were closed during Papal visit, shopkeepers swung open their doors and public transport vehicles are once again full of commuters making their way across town. Some South Sudanese say although Francis is back in the Vatican, his words remain in their hearts. Madid Michael, a South Sudanese living in Juba, says he has served on his phone to a pope's statement that stands out for him. He he said, the abundant resources which God has blessed
9: this land should not be restricted to few but recognized as a legacy for all. And the plan for the economy recovery should consign with a proposal for the equitable distribution of wealth. This quote means a lot. If we really have resources, these resources belongs to the nation. They don't belong to the individual. If they belong to all of us, that should be invest in in most of the We have to construct our roads using that
11: money. We build hospitals, schools. With President Salfakir, first Vice President Riyak Machar and other top government officials in attendance on Friday at the state house Francis called on the government to ensure equitable distribution of resources to change the lives of suffering South Sudanese people. Michael's other-served quote from the Pope is about living for others. We are all born to help each other, no matter how difficult
9: it is. Life is good with you. Life is good when you are happy and much better when others are happy because of you. It really means, it means a lot. It starts from me when I value my neighbor or anyone that I'm related to more than my own self. I make them happy more than I do. Their happiness is much, much important than my own. When I value another citizen, I will not actually have that intention of making another good, bad thing against each other.
11: After coping with years of conflict, many South Sudanese have developed a culture of hatred for one another, according to Michael. Juba resident Juma Peter says what resonated with him was the Pope's message about how to achieve peace and unity in his country. From Pope's
2: message, I've learned something which is very important. So why are we still calling ourselves by ethnicity? Why are not why are we not uniting under the flag and the map of the of the Republic of South Sudan? And if there is a way that we can uh, take out. Uh, these sentiments of calling ourselves by the, the tribes, then I would strongly advise that we should forget about our tribes. We look at us, at ourselves, as our South Sudanese, and we have to unite. No matter how much we hurt ourselves, always is important when we reflect and we see how we can embrace forgiveness and embrace ourselves as brothers and sisters
11: father samuel Abe of the catholic church who served as general coordinator for the papal visit shared what was important to him from the pope's speech at the state house
3: there is a very outstanding expression of saying we should not make our country to be a cemetery a cemetery where parents are burying their their children rather than uh, children are supposed to be the one burying the old people. That means the death should be natural. But uh, the Pope is meaning the death that is happening in our country is, is something that is forced. And, and many, many
11: victims are young people. So according to me, this is points to us that it is time, time for us to be peaceful. Father Abbe says France has also emphasized how important it is to forgive. He says, in order for the Pope's words to make a difference, South Sudanese must practice what the Pope is preaching. For VOA News, Amanyang David Mayor in Juba.
0: From Juba, we move to Sudan, where Sudanese protested on the streets of Khartoum Monday, denouncing last week's visit by the Israeli Foreign Minister Eli Cohen to Sudan. Cohen reportedly discussed plans to sign a peace agreement that would officially end Sudan's policy of the three noes, dating back to 1967 Arab League summit in Khartoum, which resulted in banning Arab countries from having ties with Israel. The OS Nabil Biagio spoke with Cameron Hudson, senior associate at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, to discuss the timing of the visit.
10: One would think that a democratic state like Israel would prefer to finalize the establishment of diplomatic relations with, uh, at a minimum, a civilian government. And Sudan has been struggling to put in place a civilian government. It's not clear why Israel felt the need to uh, preempt the establishment of civilian rule and force through this agreement with a military government because... Whether it intended to or not, it has the effect of legitimizing military rule and weakening the authority of a civilian government even before one is appointed. You did
7: mention that it's suspicious on the uh, part of Israel, uh, but also on the part of Sudan, someone might say, because Sudan's military authorities now have a lot on their plate to deal with. Frequent protests on the streets, declining economic conditions, political stagnation, resulting from the coup that they state, of course, in a country that's proving ungovernable, basically. Why proceed with this move at this time?
10: All the things that you just described are challenges to their rule. And this is not a challenge to their rule. This is beneficial to their rule. So so this is the perfect time for them to uh, engage in something like this, because it causes people maybe to forget for an instant that the country is ungovernable. And it might actually look to some people like they are running a government or running at least the foreign relations of Sudan and promising, you know, as they did when they came to power, that they were going to normalize Sudan's relationships with the rest of the world, that Sudan would not be isolated. And so they're trying to prove that right now. The military is not interested in governing. It's interested in surviving, and it's interested in ruling. There's a difference between running the country and governing the country, and they are not governing. They are running things. Governance is when you consult with the people, and that's not what's happening here.
7: The timing of this aside, what is in it for Sudan's military rulers? Because some say they hope to get certain... Technologies from Israel, surveillance technology, military technologies, and some say they hope to gain favor with Washington by normalizing ties with Israel. What is your take?
10: Yeah, I think I think all of those things. I mean, uh, they they now have a lobbyist in Washington, uh, in the form of Israel. The Sudanese military has a lobbyist in Washington in the form of Israel. Uh, Israel will not be shy about speaking up. In defense of Sudan's military which just signed this uh, whatever this deal is with them and that's valuable to the military so that's I think one thing as you point out they are likely to get uh, a greater degree of uh, intelligence sharing uh, possibly uh, equipment obviously uh, Israel is very interested in the smuggling routes uh in the red sea leading to the west bank and uh, to groups uh, there they will likely you know be uh, accommodating of of Sudanese requests to help them uh, monitor uh, those smuggling routes now of course those are all dual use the Sudanese military can use that equipment to monitor internal opponents and and others as well so they're getting a lot from this deal that's Cameron Hudson,
0: Senior Associate at the Africa Programme with the Centre for Strategic and International Studies. He spoke to my colleague Nabil Biaggio here in Washington. And that's all we prepared for you on this Tuesday. We now leave you with General Polino and the song Shikil Manga.
8: The leader of the year, she put up with Yamana, and Alpha Garbosi. She came out the leader of you? le salisab morning to you galanto boy you do you do ya jama La linea si <sous-urry> porta con giabana an alba cargo si la vita mosse manga almasu azbar akhdar manga si tunani <funniest> la isim war metto mangana kitaza I'm not going i
0: We have been listening to General Paulino with the song Shikil Manga. I'm your host, John Tanza on this live broadcast from Studio 14 here in Washington. Don't forget to visit voaafrica.com for all your favorite programs and news updates. If you miss this program, go to www.voaafrica.com forward slash South Sudan. Thanks for taking time to be with us. Remember to join us tomorrow for another edition of South Sudan in Focus from the Voice of America.